Okay, you ready? Here we go. Three, two, one, boom. Now it's going. Do a little dance. You think it's okay? Good everybody. What is happening? It's 6:30 a.m. Central Time. It's December 2nd, 2022. Welcome to another sensational sizzling session of Strike Four Live podcast with my dear brother Colin Harbor, who's right there. He's got it. Alicia Tappan's right there somewhere in Santa Rosa County. She's here. My name is Marcus Ellis. It is Friday morning, December 2nd, second day of Advent. What's going on, y'all? Not a whole lot. Just uh, ready to do some podcasting, some no, live podcasting. <laughs> well, good morning, Colin. The real question of the day is, has your writing improved since the last time? <laughs> no, you know, I haven't written I haven't written anything since last time. We had some some stuff going on and 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 you know here that that prevented me from writing, but maybe maybe I could get it going. Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't even gone back out and looked at Google Analytics since then. I, or or Google, whatever, you know. Yeah, you Google gotta advice. keep that morale up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I if I needed a punch in the face, I'd just go talk to my daughters in the morning, you know. Um, there, right. there was a great TikTok channel that 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 I found that is like you know, about parenting. And it's this guy, like how, what, what upsets my teenage daughter? And it's like, <laughs> and it's like different clips. And one of them's like me crunching my chips, you know, <laughs> me breathing, you know, me, me asking, how are you doing today? Me, you know, and uh, that's, that's how I feel sometimes around here with both of my daughters. So. That's what I have to look forward to. Yes. That's what you have. To look <laughs> well, good morning, everybody. Alicia, Thank you for coming back. Y'all, Alicia Tappen's back. If you weren't here last, was it last Wednesday? Yeah, last Wednesday, Alicia was here. Then she went to uh, Colorado to play in the snow, but it didn't snow. Um, but it, I brought the cold back with me, I think. So now I have to like layer just to be comfortable in the morning. It's cold today. <laughs> it is cold. This morning when I woke up. Is it cold in Texas, Colin? It is. It is very cold. And I, I think, yeah, I think even a little condensation overnight, but uh we got big soccer plans this weekend, so hopefully the cold will go, will warm up a little bit. We'll warm well, we up, got yeah. through the first part of the holidays, and I say got through. We we enjoyed it. We did it. You know, we didn't have to get through it. It was a it was a blessing and a joy, and I was very grateful to spend Thanksgiving with my family. Actually, I got to spend some time with my sons, which was really cool. Um, yeah, you know, every time I talk about my boys, because I have three sons, I hear that intro of my three sons with the accordion, you know, you know. Um, <laughs> But anyways, I was very grateful to have uh, Thanksgiving with my boys, and I'm very grateful to have Alicia back with uh, with us. And I'm pretty sure that everybody. Good morning, Tabitha Walls. I see you. I love you. How's it going? I'm sure everybody that will watch this today saw your episode because it was the most watched episode ever in Strike Accord Live podcast. It was. You've you've reached the top of the charts, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> Number one in Strike Accord live podcast history, but everybody should know today we're going to be talking socks. We're going to be right. talking, things, but socks is one of them. He's already got my my tagline going. Okay, hey, sorry, <laughs> I had to get ahead of you. See, I'm one of the hosts, so I had to get ahead of you on that. You know? yeah, keep your feet on the ground. Keep reaching for the stars. You know the Casey Case mark. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Alicia, what's going on? Oh, well, good morning, guys. Thank you for having me back. I am all bundled up because it is 630 in the morning. And it's not fair that, you know, not everybody looks perfectly done, right when they first wake up or even after coffee. So I'm just gonna, you know, give it with a little grace here and say, hey, humble yourself. And it's Friday. Um, you call and I look perfectly done. You guys always do. Really you look amazing. You know every what? morning. 
What's great is in that there's thing. That's so weird. <laughs> that awesome. But you know, all we have to do is throw on a beanie, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and just comb our beard and then we're good. But uh summer starts here. A beanie if I don't need to. That's right. I love I you. Know, I know I was gonna say. You. Um, but anyway. I took the MO. I took your MO, Marcus, and I, I put on my beanie. It's my secret place hat. Ooh, and uh yeah, you have to get yourself one, don't you think? Ooh, I want one. Yeah, I, I'll, I will purchase one. So that's a perfect segue. Um, let's talk about, let, let's recap real quick what we do, because I, I really think the last episode that we had, we mostly focused on your story, which is phenomenal that everybody needs to hear. So if you want to hear Alicia's story, go back and watch the most watched episode ever in Strike Accord Live <laughs> podcast. But if you would, Alicia, paraphrase, and uh, then we'll get into what you're doing to change people's lives. Sure. So uh, I'm a trafficking survivor. When I was 17, there was a co our coach was uh, creating a trafficking ring in our high school. And I was the known as the girl in the hot tub who takes this evil man down. Uh, we go to court, put him in jail. And then I kind of stumbled through my 20s and early 30s, not knowing what this was. Even though I had a labeled court case, rape and conspiracy, it was never settled. Like the emotional, you know, Trek was not finished. I was trying to heal. I couldn't get jobs. I ended up self-exploiting. And then I find myself back here in Florida and I just couldn't even focus on anything but this human trafficking word, right? What, what is this thing? And so through advocating with my story, meeting another survivor, um, it lands me in this position to become the program director for The Secret Place, which is a nonprofit geared towards helping girls of sex trafficking here in Northwest Florida. So I'm really grateful for Kristen Lipscomb and Josh Lipscomb. They're the founders of The Secret Place. And we have an amazing and very diverse board of directors who, you know, are just really intelligent beings and, and are very humble. And they, you know, they really encourage us to be able to do whatever God's calling us to do. We are a Christ-based um, center. But in the course of creating a safe house, what ended up happening was in 2021, you know, we realized that the safe harbor laws that protect these kids for placement haven't really been updated since before technology or COVID. And so running this program was too expensive. We were getting kids that needed higher levels of care. So what we created and now have a year under our belt of amazing metrics because I get to keep them all, um, <laughs> is wow. that we have created an advocacy center and trauma-informed care direct service provider. So we work with, on average, about 30 to 35 girls and their kids, their families, and they're all from here in Northwest Florida, Santa Rosa, Escambia, Walton, and Okaloosa County. That's amazing. Well, uh, while you were telling your story, I had just, it, it's only by coincidence, uh, but my daughter comes up and asked me to open socks. Socks! Yay! <laughs> we have girls socks here. Uh, we can thank Morgan for that. So let's talk about, you know, okay, so you've, this, and by the way, uh, I love Kristen and Josh Lipscomb too. I mean, I, I met them recently um, at uh, Pamela Bellotta's, uh Paris Soiree, which let's talk about that too. Cause that was, was fun. Yeah. You had a really cool thing happen at that. Um, and I met Kristen and Josh and they're amazing people. And now Kristen's popping up on my social medias and it's really cool. I love those guys a lot. They're not right now, but a lot. Um, and so let's, let's talk about, you know, what the direction you're going in the secret place, your needs, your wants, all those good things, because I know as you know, females are coming in and out of your program. 
um, goods and services are being utilized and depleted, correct? <laughs> correct. So with the Advocacy Center, we do a lot of education. Um, I traveled last year, this past year, to like National Homeland Security Conferences, the DCF State uh, Summit, and just a few other really renowned conferences. And I was blown away by the lack of like real survivor-led information. Um, and so we're getting like attorney generals and all these, you know, high officials going, we've been doing it wrong, right? Like we're looking at criminal um, seeking behaviors instead of victim seeking behaviors. And so they're arresting a lot of victims. And so anyway, um, we do that education. We love to train. We do it quarterly for the community just and for parents. And like yesterday I was in a school, you know, I love to go to the school. So I want to say that first, right? At the very basis prevention level, like we come to you for free. <laughs> of course, a generation or a generous donation is, is welcome, but like we want this information to be bottom level, very foundational information because everybody who is affiliated with kids at some level, whether it's you when you were a kid or as you become an adult or with if you work with kids and, and know it, right? Foundation. It's not specialization, it's foundation. Second, what we do is work with the girls directly. So when we bring in our um, referrals that usually come from the Department of Children and Families, law enforcement, and then our community-based care agencies like Families First Network or Northwest Florida Health Network, we have this sense that they've already been through a case, or course, I can't talk this morning, a court case, or have um, been identified through what they call the human trafficking assessment tool. So these kids are verified, some are adults. We changed our age range from 12 to 17 up to like, we just call it 12 plus at this point. Um, and they have to go through kind of a series of intakes just to figure out what they want, right? It's a holistic approach, it's voluntary. They don't have to like commit to a certain amount of time. It's just for them to come in and figure out what they need to heal. So for some that might be receiving food every week because their family just doesn't have it and that's the main, <laughs> the main level, right? Simply, right? You said, wake up, first thing you do, brush your beard. Well, we gotta eat, you know? So we partner with like food raising friends and um, feeding the Gulf Coast and some other food banks around the area so that we can feed them because we know it's foundational. Then it might be something like, hey, I really need my driver's license. Um, I'm almost 20 years old and I still haven't had it. So we do driver's ed and our heart behind it is to get them to pass the drug and alcohol test and the written test so that when they're ready, they can take that driver test and become that adult that they really are privileged to be. That freedom, man, when they get a driver's license, it blows their mind, you know? Um, GEDs and tutoring we do every week as well because we want them to succeed. We know that without a education, you know, they're really limited in what they can do, which keeps them in that cycle of trafficking and becomes generational, which we have a lot here in Northwest Florida. Um, it's familial sex trafficking. Families just are born and raised to think that this is normal. And so we're trying to cater to that, but what we are specialized in is our trauma-informed care workshops. And those are really special because number one, we actually base them around a biblical scripture for each month. Um, we're not a shove Jesus down your throat, Bible thumping type of Christian organization. We are hands and feet. So we try to show them like in March, we did a creative career fair, but we based it around Matthew 6, 24, where we talk about, you can serve one or two masters, right? You can't serve them both. 
And so money versus God is really important because they serve money. And that also means fame, recognition, attention, you know, anything. It's not just the financial. It also could be finding food, a ride, or a place to stay. So they're, they're constantly trying to figure out that space instead of trusting that there's a process for them. So it was really fun. We brought in local business owners and we said, we don't want to know what you do. We want to know how you got there and tell that story. Because what we found out was just like them, these business owners probably had to like make all new friends, you know, quit doing drugs or whatever, move even, and create a new life for themselves. And that was the most beautiful you know, set of testimonies we could hear for these kids. So each month we do different things. We have equine, we have art therapy, we have music therapy. Um, you know, we received an impact 100 grant uh, in 2019 and we created a trauma-informed classroom. So we're doing parenting classes in there, um, other types of, you know, educational pieces. And then our favorite thing, we have a garden, we have chickens. It is amazing watching, you know, kids play with animals and chickens are actually very social. So we have that piece. And then it's really just a family and we call it a family of friends and it's a community. So for instance, we want to show them normalization. What are healthy, normal families doing? What are they doing right now? And so we, we were generously donated by the Optimist Club and Madrina helped me out a lot. So thank you, Madrina Siano, uh, to get a Christmas tree. And she cracked up because she was like, well, you should get the biggest one on the lot. You know, which one do you want? And I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> I want a very humble, like Charlie Brown Christmas tree, a small one that I know that they can decorate and aren't going to be overwhelmed by. And when it's done, it's a masterpiece, right? And so the girls all kind of laughed at it when it was sitting over there, you know, kind of naked looking. And, uh, and they were like, look at where as tall is it? But it made it so easy for the littlest person there to put the star on top, you know? And so they baked cookies and they hung out and it was just so fun because they're like, this is what normal people do. Right. So uh, we try to give that, them that. Like the, the, they're more thrilled about this is what normal people do than something, you know, exciting, like going to the club or, you know, something like that, that, that all these, uh, these survivors, these champions, mm -hmm. all they want is normalcy. That's all they want. And they want to be seen and heard, you know? So it's not to say that they don't like the exciting things, but they, they're living in high, overwhelming, stimulating environments all the time. So for them, it's, you know, constantly chaos. So when they just sit around a table and make cookies, they like can breathe, you know? And they go, oh, this isn't like boring. I mean, they've said that before. Like sometimes it feels worse than jail. I'm just sitting here and I'm like laughing. I'm like, it's worse than really like I'm in the jails. Like, are you sure? And they're like, well, the drama is not here. And you're like, that's it. That's called peace. And you're uncomfortable with peace because you've never had it. Mom. And so now they're like looking for it. Right. And they invite their friends and they ask their sisters, because what we found was if you can identify one survivor, you can usually identify three or four more within their circle because they all sort of keep together and, you know, they hide together. They live in hotels together. They sleep on each other's couches. But now instead of that, instead of working like in that kind of pack, they're actually babysitting each other's kids and like inviting them to come make cookies and, you know, like referring their friends who like the other day, this girl told me, she's like, I've never told anybody my story. And, um, you know, even my parents. And she told me about how she, you know, was molested and, and raped by uh, a family member. And I asked her, you know, how old are you? She said 17. 
And I said, when did this happen? She said, five. And I'm like, you've been holding on to this story for 12 years by yourself. You know, like that's my well, brain. So a 17 year old is a long time. That is a long time. And, and so you can best. imagine her struggles, right? Like yeah. imagine those. And she just wants to be a nurse. Like she is a good student. She just doesn't have all the support that she needs. And so she's like, can I come to the program? And I said, you know, let's talk about it. We'll do our intake. We have a formal process. I said, but you know, tomorrow we're making cookies. Does that sound like something you'd want to do? And she just got so excited. So we created a little basket of cookies for her to take, you know, to take home food because we want to bring her into the program. But we, we have a process, you know, we are professionals. And um, even though I might not be dressed to the nines today, I will be in a little proud bit. <laughs> Look proud of me. Right? So, yeah, so it's just, and this is, how, you know, how I would approach them anyway, is wearing, you know, casual clothes because I'm not going to be another person telling them what to do, right? We ask our staff to just take your name badge off. It doesn't matter. We use those for court presentations and working with other professionals, but with the kids, get in your jeans and a t-shirt and hang out with them because that's all they want. They want people who see them for who they are, where they're at. There's yeah. a TikTok, Colin. That line. <laughs> oh, I've got it. I've got to have the video sent to me. But you know, Alicia, <laughs> to your point, to your point right there, and I'm convinced more than ever, and I've been reading a little bit about this and and you know, seeing stuff about it. I think more the way to reach people. I mean, in this case, you've got specific mission of the organization, but the way to relate to people is just the regular approach. I mean, I, I think. Like I used to be a dress up guy and now I'm more like this sweater. I, I I had to put it on this morning for the podcast, but then I'll go back to my re regular attire shortly. Um, but I think more relatable people, the only way we're going to reach people, whether it's for a nonprofit, you know, opening up, whether it's for, for Christ, whether it's for other things is, is to be more relatable and more relatable mm -hmm. isn't stuffy. You well, know, I, I think what talking, you're saying is being authentic, which we've talked about before. Being authentic. And, and, and a minute ago, when you were talking about uh, the preachy, the, 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 or somehow we got on that a second ago, but preaching is really about learning the Bible to me. It's mm -hmm. about Bible study, right? It's, it's more, but if you're ever going to reach anybody, it's going to be the, hey, sitting on a park bench next to somebody and just striking up a conversation and figuring out what's going on. And, you know, that that's, I'm more convinced of that now than ever. Maybe some of you guys have been convinced of that for years, but I just think that's the way it is. Right. Well, one of the intakes I, I, I did with one of our girls was I literally sat on her floor. She was in her bed. She wasn't going to get up. She didn't want to go anywhere. You know, she was depressed. And so I said, well, we're not going to make this hard. And I just like sprawled the papers out on the floor and laid down too. <laughs> you know, like it's like when you meet them right where they're at, you're not putting them into a level of expectations that they can't achieve. And then it also doesn't disappoint you personally because your expectations are what I call negative zero, right? You're below the standard. So if we put ourselves there, not that they can't achieve stuff, you can make small achievable goals for them so that they can have wins and we don't have to keep losing and failing and feeling like they're not getting anywhere, right? We're putting them at small places where, oh, look at you did that. Oh, look, you got up today. Oh my gosh, you got dressed, you know, like, and, and we celebrate that. So we call it pro com pro, right? We celebrate when we meet you, we build rapport and trust. We do something hard together. Then we celebrate doing something hard. And if you can show them that, you know, versus like the goal. And then I love Marcus, what you said about having a target versus a goal, right? 
even if you don't hit the, the target right in the middle, you still have like these wins to celebrate around it. Come on. And so I'm stealing that and I'm doing that today at DJJ, just so you Come know, on. like, yeah. what are your targets this year? We ride and, um, together, sister. That's right. You know, that's what this relationship's for. And I think that's how we work with people in a Christ-centered way that isn't going to sh- tell them what to do, but it shows them, you know, what they can do. So anyway, it's really exciting. And so I will lead into, we need socks. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, you know, we had a couple girls ask for some socks because they came in their slippers or slides and they didn't have any socks. And I was like, oh yeah, just come to the boutique, which is filled with a lot of stuff. Um, and we just didn't have any adult female socks. Let's say so, someone wants to drop those off. Where can they drop socks, jackets, shirts? I mean, I'm sure you need other things just uh, more than just socks, but socks is the immediate need right now. Where can somebody drop that off or send you money or whatever? Well, they can go to the website and click the connect button, fill out the email and say, I have socks. Then our logistics coordinator will schedule time for pickup and delivery. Um, Finance is always, I want to talk about this for a second, just because we're in a place where we are growing, where we can't take on any more clients at this time because we don't have enough staff. And I never want to be in that position. Um, We just, you know, we always want to be able to say yes. And so we are fundraising specifically to hire two more case managers, which would then enable us to take on almost double the amount of clients that we have. So it sounds crazy, but for less than, you know, pretty much $50,000, really 45, you know, we can hire two part-time case managers. And if we exceed that goal, hit that goal and move on, right, then we can bring on full-time case managers. So we're really in a season to do that because we're getting in the jails. We're at the department of juvenile justice. We're trying our hardest to like get activated in the group homes and some of the other um, alternative schools, because what we're seeing is these kids are being identified, but they still don't know that our services exist. So how do we get that so that we can be in multiple places at once, you know, and really serve them because every child has at least 20 to 30 needs and most of them are immediate because they've been neglected for so long what's the url i'm i'm, I'm typing it right now the secret place home.org or.com dot org we're nonprofit. Yep. so the secret place home.org christina i put it in there um yeah you know it's it's just amazing i know that we can you know, get socks and clothes there. I know that we can start fundraisers to get you those employees that you need. I know that we can do that through vehicles like this, right? And and I love, you know, let's go back to that relationship thing real quick because I wanted to make a point where you, where you say, I lay down on the floor with them. Well, that's that's the root of relationship is, is relating to these people. And Colin was talking about dressing up and things like that. I mean, I've been rocking the non-dress up thing for 30 years. Right. But there was another dude who did it and it was Jesus Christ who never dressed up and was just the way he was. And it's such a great point that Colin made is that for us to relate to people, regardless of whether they're 75 or 25, we have to be on their level. So if we come in, like you say, Alicia, with a hello, my name is tag and a suit and a pantsuit, right? They're going to go, well, this is just a politician or this is just uh, you know, somebody from church who is trying to take me, you know, and do something that I don't want to do. But when we come in, you know, I guess we have to be careful about our slang. You know, we can't say, you know, that's dope and the bomb and all that. <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, this person's old, right? <laughs> like, Dad, don't do that. 
but I love the relatability of the secret place home to the survivors, the champions that you guys are working with. That's to me, that's the most special thing. So the URL is in there. I just placed it in there, the secretplacehome.org. Uh, and what do they click on? Let's go over it one more time for people who are watching. Yeah, so if you go to the secretplacehome.org, you can click on connect and there's a form you can fill out that you, know, you wanna get connected, you wanna volunteer, you wanna donate some in-kind goods. Um, they can do that or there's a give button and we're doing a campaign right now for it. So we're really looking for those monthly donations that keep us just in a safe place, you know, each month to be able to build up what we're doing. Um, but one time gifts are always accepted and, you know, it's the end of the season. So if you have a church or if you have an organization that wants to give at this time of year, you know, we know people are feeling more generous and we're at the end of the year giving, you know, we want to be that organization that you sponsor and we love that because it it shows again to us hey look at there's these organizations out there that are safe people that you can go to this is a church that we could help recommend because we're vetting the situation as well you know and i think that what that does is kind of help build the bridge that gap space um where they don't trust and then they need to learn how to trust they're in a hard community but it's within our own community so how do we kind of break that cycle? And that's the only way to do it. You know, we can't shelter them and isolate them. That's what everybody wants to do because they're like, oh, they're high risk victim. Yeah, except for they're gonna be isolated if we keep them in that space because that's already how they operate. So if I'm isolating them and you're isolating them and they're isolating them, what, how do they grow? So yeah, that's how we wanna do it. We wanna show them safe people. And so if we can, let's hit Pamela's, uh, story because that was a really cool opportunity yeah yeah what ha i mean you were like one of the stars of the show so, <laughs> Un i didn't know that though yeah, let, let, <laughs> what happened for you at pamela bellato's and pamela's been a guest on here before so okay cool yeah so, so what, how back we need to have her back so let's explain what happened so she was putting together her uh nonprofit, which is called mission wonder woman and I love it because it really does um, help promote rather than exploit women who do big things, right? And so like a survivor myself, you know, she didn't put me on this, uh, this situation to tell my story. She gave me a platform to be able to do it. And through that, she's created the author scholarship where she awarded myself and one other nominee um, who's out in another country working with human trafficking survivors. And the idea is to get a writing coach and then get this edited and published and have our books, you know, get out there. And I'm really, I mean, number one, I almost told her no, because I thought it was too good to be true. Number two, I'm like really honored and humbled by it because it's a 20 year project that I've been working on. And I, I can never get like the goal to just do it because it is hard. You know, every time you write a chapter or a page, you're kind of being transformed back into that space. And if you're not careful, right, you can get stuck there. And um, so I've been working on it for about, I don't know, a year. I got six chapters written. I told her, I said, fun fact, I don't just have one book, I have three. Uh, so we're gonna see what we can do, you know, to get those going, because it is a series. My idea is a curriculum uh, for kids like me who went through it, who don't really have a way to articulate it. And, you know, it's hard to go to counseling and talk about it, but I've created this book where you can pretty much get your story out through different journal entries, with testimony, with peer-reviewed information and in this journal space. So my heart is 
it's called the bad or the brave girl diaries, right? The whole idea is to like build your confidence so that you can tell your story. Pamela just showed up because I just tagged her. So yeah, Pamela, we love Talking you. Talking about you. We love you. Yeah. And so it was a great event. She, you know, she did that. She had a poker tournament going on. Um, they had all types of things from France, whether you got to go shopping or you got these crepes, which I love me these crepes. I'm going to shop them out. Um, you know, we had Jen Lowry there with her Conchica's, uh, uh, food, you know, I can't remember what she does, but she's all types of cool food and, and charcuterie boards and her presentations are just amazing. Um, and then we invited, you know, the people from the community to come and support and, she had brought in um, Madison. I don't know her last name, but she had won on the uh, yeah, America's Got Talent. Yeah, she got the buzzer the award at one point. Yeah, yeah. she's got this incredible voice, you know, and, and she brought, she's 12 and brought grown adults to the dance floor. So, yeah, you know, awesome. if anybody can do it. <laughs> that's yeah, it was funny. I, was, I was watching uh, Mike Papantonio attempt to dance. It, it, was, pretty, yeah. it was pretty funny. Um, I do want to say, uh, obviously, Pamela's here. She says she loves us and we love you, Pam. And Sean Ferguson is here. My dear sister, Sean, good to see you. I love you. Uh, go back and watch this episode. All right, we got a couple of minutes left. Colin, there's so much ground to cover here. There's so much to say. So I'm just going to put you on the spot. What do you have to say, man, before we close? Well, uh, thanks for putting me. I was already in wind down mode when you do this to me. You know, you <laughs> spot like this. Hold on, let me fix my hair. hair. Um, yeah. No, this is great. You know, I, I as as a father to daughters, I'm always interested in in um, some of these angles. And I know maybe it's not just women that 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 you deal with, or maybe it is because of the mission, um, specific mission. But um, you know. Uh, I'm very glad that I got to meet Alicia. Hopefully she's written three books. So hopefully I'll be able to take some of her writing tips and apply it over to colinharbor.com. Yeah. Like I, you know, like, like we've talked about in the past, but I, I think what this story tells us as much as anything is it's, it's a story of, I don't even know, I guess it's a redemption story, right? It's a, mm -hmm. it's a hope story as much as anything, right? If, if things go wrong, you know, a lot of times people think, something bad happened to me, something is going wrong. I, I will always be like this, or I will never be able to overcome. I will, this is just how God made me or, or whatever the case may be. There's so many different examples. Or why that, did God do this to me? Right. Why did right, God do this to me? God obviously doesn't care. There is no God. If there was a God, why would this have happened to me? Right. I right. mean, there are so many different uh, we all know it. We all have heard it. And we've probably all thought some of this stuff at one point or another in our life, right? We've probably all gone through it. So to to hear this story, to see this story, and then to hear how Alicia and and I'm, I, I can't remember the name of the organization are, are applying it to uh, to help people. And, and again, it goes back to the old the old uh, seashell or the sand dollar is, well, you're helping one person, right? It matters to this person. It matters to this person. And then again, then it keeps growing and going. So um, this has been great, you know, very, very good. Oh, yeah, it is the secretplacehome.org where you can donate socks, money. <laughs> you know, the cool thing about it, Colin, you mentioned the female thing, and we'll wrap up here soon. Well, that's one of the reasons Alicia and I came together is so I can be the counterpart male version of that, you know, to speak to to young men and, and people like that that have been through these things because I have my stories too. And that's why we need funding for these kind of things because we need to be able to hire people to be part of this full-time because part-time is great. 
sometimes is cool, but really the impact is made when it's full time. So the URL is in there. Um, Pamela says, yes, it always matters. Uh, every little bit that you can help. And we just passed Giving Tuesday. And so if you didn't give anything on Tuesday, come on back today on Friday on December 2nd and just <laughs> give a little bit. It, it's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Now I'm doing Schoolhouse Rock, sorry. 35, 44, 45, 50, whatever it is. Donate a little bit of money, and then that that allows other people to donate their time to fund that time to help folks out who are in need. Because, Alicia, we talked about it last time. It, it, there's so many different versions of trafficking. It can be uh, work hardship trafficking. It's not only just a, about sex trafficking. It's not, like you said, Colin, it's not only females. It's males, too. So I want everybody, Lillian Calloway is here. I love you, Lillian. We're about to wrap up. But I'm going to just request that everybody go back to Strike the Chord Live podcast page and watch the first session that we did with Alicia last Wednesday. Then come back and watch this one because her story is on the previous session and then the outcome and what she's doing to help people is part of this one. So we just are very grateful that you guys are watching. Uh, you know, I, hey, Alicia was on the Hey, Guess What? I Love You TV show the other day, Colin, and, and the whole time I did. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was very articulate. Right? You were very articulate. <laughs> so I had Tamara Andrus on two days ago, and I made sure, and Kristen Lipscomb's here. We love you dearly, Kristen. We were talking about you. Are your ears burning? Um, but I had Tamara Andrus on the Hey, Guess What? I Love You show, and I made sure that I didn't say right. But I said <laughs> all that to let everybody know that you are seen, you are valued, and you are loved. We appreciate you being here, Alicia. Thank you so much. Uh, for Thank being you. here we'll have you again because it I mean we, we do pretty good the three of us we just it's just like a thing it is pretty good well I want to give you just a little bit of language on your way out right so good. you have victims to survivors survivors who thrive thrivers who become warriors and Marcus you're a warrior Ooh, I love that thank you yeah I think we'll end on that Colin all right all right <laughs> You have been watching Strike Court Live podcast with my dear brother. He's right there in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. His name is Colin Harbor. We have Alicia Chaplin right there somewhere at a remote location underground in Santa Rosa County. My name is Marcus Ellis. I'm right here in Pensacola, Florida. We will see you back here Wednesday live at 6.30 a.m. for another sensational session of Strike Court Live podcast. Peace and chicken grease. Have a great weekend, y'all.